the goal is to help Lucy have the happiest life that she possibly can. And I don't think that's any different from any parent no. out there, right? I don't think any parent like says, I'm going to make my child's life a living hell. <laughs> no, you know, well, I mean, I'm sure they, they do. They probably and, and still, some yeah. exist and, and yeah, some yeah, don't yeah. mean to and do. And but, yeah. do, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's part of being a parent. I'm Rob. I'm Patrick. And this is What Would Lucy Do? <laughs> so what's been happening? Well, we've had a couple of really good weeks with Lucy, and we've found out a few things, and there's... You, you always find out more and more stuff. The human body is an amazing thing. Biology, seriously, is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Complex system, it's, right? It, right. It, it is. So I think last time we were chatting, we had uh, grapefruit ex- grapefruit extract yeah. some kind of compound so how's that progressed so that was causing her to sleep right yeah that's where we, that's where we left yeah. off right so here is the most fantastic bit of that um if i didn't have the fantastic wife that i have who is a f- brilliant researcher we probably would have killed our our child um so the grapefruit extract, which is naringenin, 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 it's it's this um, an enzyme, and it inhibits that gene in Lucy's that makes the stuff that burns the melatonin. So her melatonin was staying in her system longer, and she was sleeping. How cool is that? Yeah, best. It turns out, by the way, and if anybody's out there on any medication, any pharmaceutical at all, double check that a slice of grapefruit or a glass of grapefruit juice or this pill of the extract naringenin isn't going to kill you <laughs> because <laughs> – Public service announcement. It, 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 it really is. It interacts dramatically with – I think it's like 86 different pharmaceuticals. Wow. All right. So worth um, checking. Definitely worth checking. Yeah, a lot of if, – if you're on any of the um, – any antidepressants and things like that, it's, it's probably a good idea to look at how it goes because – at the same time, while Lucy was sleeping and happy and had the best week of school in her life, and her teachers absolutely loved it, she, was, she had other symptoms going on where she was getting excited, mm-hmm. really excited, a lot more of her floor slapping. So she does a lot of um, – it's probably part of the Tourette's part of Lucy. But she gets really excited and slaps the floor a lot, yeah. like – Jumping in the air, slapping the floor, jumping in the air, slapping the floor. Yeah. And a few uh, verbal ticks and, and hitting the back of the couch and just, just big movement stuff. Yep. And that was getting more and more. More and more pronounced, yeah. More and more pronounced. And then Uli, my wife, who started looking into the naringenin, realized that while it blocked the gene that made the melatonin stay in her system, it also – Blocked it. It was a reuptake inhibitor for her Zoloft, which is uh, there's a, a medicine behind it. I'll we'll put it in the comments. Yep. And what it does then is, and this is a very basic explanation. So anybody out there who knows better and can explain it better, please do. All right. But basically, 
the doctor says, hey, okay, you need to be happier. <laughs> you know, And we say, yes, we'd love our child to be happier. So we'll, we'll prescribe some Zoloft. Zoloft has a certain amount of the, the drug in there that actually um, boosts serotonin levels. And serotonin makes you calm, relaxed, and happy. It's a, it's a, it's a lovely place. So, but 10% of that actually gets used by the body, mm-hmm. and 90% gets weed out that makes the fish happy. <laughs> wherever they wherever they are there's there's actually lots of interesting studies about um very undepressed fish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and aquatic life <laughs> which is something else that we should probably go into someday yeah um but anyway so reincarnation as a fish is a, is a good idea yeah but it turns out naringenin also is a reuptake inhibitor for that gene that helps to metabolize serotonin. the serotonin. So the serotonin was building up in Lucy's system. Yep. Serotonin can make you happy. And too much serotonin ultimately can happy you to death. Um, you can be, you know, that we weren't even close to that point, but a couple of weeks I think we might have been if, if Uli hadn't figured it out. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I can't tell you. She's fantastic. So I think last week we got to the point where you were off to the psychologist. Yes. Uh, at, on the back end of the Naranjanin episode. Yeah. So what happened? What what came out of that? So we went to the the psychiatrist. Oh, psychiatrist, sorry. And he is looking into um, other things that are that can help out. And he he realized he was like, oh yes, of course, the Naranjanin, this the grapefruit, this this can happen. You know, a glass of grapefruit juice can do the same thing. And that sort of stuff. So he realized that, and they, Uli and he got into this great chat that was a little bit over my head, but that, that's good because they had a really nice chat um, about those types of drug interactions and the uptake inhibitors and all of the various chemicals that are involved in all of these processes. Yeah, It's huge. It's really huge. Um, and we got talking about this led to a conversation about um, something that we may try in the future with Lucy, uh, but we're not sure yet. So we're with the Naranjanin. Because Lucy had such a good week, we took her off of it, and she had such a bad week. <laughs> right. Not just a comparative <laughs> no, bad week. It was. It was. It was a bad week. It was a bad week. It was. You know, she. There were teachers who got attacked. There were parents who got attacked. There were. It was just not. She was not a happy camper at all. Yeah. Um, so the Naranjanin is now going to be part of the regular so, rotation. Yes, and he talked about it as we're going to give her a small amount mm-hmm. every two to three days. Um, yep. So the the Naringenin stays in the system for up to three days. Okay. And with the full dose that we were giving her before, that was obviously too much. So we're giving her a little and we're monitoring all of her activities. Yep. So she's getting a little bit of Naringenin and we've also just slightly upped her Zoloft okay. um, intake. This week has been really good. So since then... Lucy's been her sleep hasn't been great, but it hasn't been the worst. Okay. All right. So so we're we're, we're doing all right. For instance, last night she slept through the night. So. Okay. Well, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The night before, no, but that's okay. 
So she's sleeping through the night, kind of. It's a little bit better. She's happier. School is happier. Um, she had actually what they call, and it's great because it sounds like, a, well, I'm not sure, the 80s or the 90s, Green Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think we actually need to play a Green Day song because Lucy talks to her teachers about being three colors. Okay. Green is when she's calm, happy, and the, the really good Lucy. Okay. Orange is when she's getting naughty. She's still happy. She's incredibly happy about being naughty, and that, that's orange. And that usually means that something's going on with her body. Right. But okay. she can't quite Uncomfortable figure it out. Uncomfortable, too hot, too cold, has to go to the toilet, is hungry, sure. is thirsty, something about her body. Yep. And she starts to get a little bit aggro, but in a, in a bizarrely gleeful way. Okay. Orange. And then there's red, which is when she is in full flight, and that can be in in, in, in that can be absolute full anger or gleeful evil, just break wanting to break things, yep. break stuff, throw stuff, hit stuff, use weapons, calling you names, using foul psychological language, warfare, just abs and physical warfare yep. and the whole deal. It, it it just is the the full package. Yep. So green, orange, and red. On my own, here we go. And these are things that she self-identifies. She can now self-identify okay. that she is this, and she'll even use her hand as a leveler. She'll put it up high for red. In the middle for and orange. middle for orange. And, 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 for and, and, and yeah, I'm green. I'm, I'm green. She uses. Um, she actually uses a lot of sign language that it turns out is we don't notice because we don't know sign language, but they learn it at school to communicate with the other kids. So oh, great. She does some, some finger symbols and things like that and, and, and letters and all sorts of, that she uses all the time, and we're just finally noticing. Uh, so, you wow. know, it's bizarre. It's yeah, bizarre. Sure. You know? Um, but anyway, I was totally digressing. Yep. However, back to the colors. This week, Lucy had her first totally green day. She had a totally green day, a second day, totally green, and then a day with just a tiny bit of orange thrown in, but green. So her week has been really good. Wow. She's had a really good week. So I think that they – and again, you know, this is, this is such a fine line and so many variables and things like that about her and her diet and all those things with everybody. But knock on wood – we are, are getting there. That said, we do have 10 to 15 to sometimes 20 minutes of the full Lucifer at some point in, in the, the day in or those times. In the, in the, usually in the late afternoon, yeah. after dark. She gets it, – it turns out she gets scared, and it's really an interesting thing. It's made me look at why do people do really bad things? Bad like – Bad, just bad things. We'll just say bad things. We'll just call them bad things. But you like, mean hit like, somebody. No, like, right, like naughty what? things, not like going roller coasters. Bad things. No, 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 no. But but like 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 actual like illegal things. Yeah. Things that they you know things they, that hurt others or they hurt others or they they punch they they kick and all this and it's all out of fear and it's all a survival mechanism. Sure. That is being triggered somewhere in their system by fear, and I think it's fear. 
And I think, you know, that we can apply that to almost anybody. Now I'm going off onto my own little manifesto here. but yeah. um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but this is, this is actually what's driving Lucy. I mean, sure. I mean, on, on a complete tangent, you know, any kind of, you know, homophobia or racism or, you know, other versus my community kind of stuff yes. probably does come from a pace of fear, fear of the other, fear of the unknown, yeah. you know, fear, fear of, of change. being harmed, fear of change, right. fear of, fear of uh, you know, that fight or flight mechanism. Sure, goes. you know, all of that, can, yeah. I'm sure it contributes to these things. But everything pretty much about Lucy, her bad behavior and, and the, the things are from basically a fear reaction. And so she, how do you she, ameliorate she, that or mitigate that? Try not to try to allay and alleviate to alleviate her fear. And when you say fear, do you mean like startle fear or any fear? Any just fear. Fear in general. Like there's there's a dog over there. I don't know what that dog is gonna do. I'm afraid that dog might bite me. I'm afraid I might kick that dog. All of those things are fears that are either, you know, whether they are a logical fear or a, a real in in the irrelevant. real world out there. Irrelevant. That's irrelevant because yeah. they're real to Lucy. So yeah, so those fears, and this is where the serotonin comes in because it allows you to relax, and it it, it doesn't make you unfearful, but it allows a little bit more. Being relaxed about outcomes and things like that, mm. I think, you know, I mean, real psychiatrists, psychologists out there, please, you know, slam that one. But it's 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 pretty much about fear. Um, dogs bite because they're afraid. They're either afraid for themselves or afraid for their master. Mm. Um, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. So you're seeing this now, and that's just something else you to know. know to try and yeah. work with information that you know. Yeah. Well, it's so, yeah. great that she's having green days. That's fantastic. But yeah, she had some green days. She had a green day yesterday, um, and then a big red <laughs> evening, <laughs> giant red evening. But again, it was dark. She was outside. It took me too long to get there. There were lots of variables. She got too hot. Then she took the coat off. She got too cold. Then she wanted to ride her bike, but the bike wouldn't work, so we couldn't do that. Then. It just built up to all these little things, and it was dark. Yep. And so in the dark, Lucy gets a little bit fearful. Yep. Um, Which escalates these behaviors. You know, and it's not like afraid of the dark, like she has to have a nightlight at, when she's in bed. She doesn't. Mm. But outside, with all those things going on, there's a lot of stimulus outside. Yeah. So no, that yeah. does it, and then it it doesn't allow her to think logically. She was totally red and screaming, and we were seriously a meter and a half from the car. The door was open, and she's yelling, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. And I'm saying, all you have to do is get into the car. Just get into the car. I want to go home, you... And you know, yeah. just on a side note for that yeah. though, like, do, if, do you go and then just go jump in the car and then she'll come? Sometime, or she run the other way? She'll she might take off. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're going you, you in the car, and yeah. I'm just you just because I mean, if you're not physically close to her, you're not going to get harmed. But I guess it's that other thing is yeah. she goes the other way because she's agitated or yeah. whatever. And then you have to chase her down, and it's in the dark. And it, uh, it anyway, right? You're making yeah. these these choices. These choices. Very so basically, yeah, difficult choice. A lot of times, I actually have to move her, mm. and it's not good because she's she's big. 
She's big. She's strong. Yeah, she's big and strong. She doesn't yeah. like to be moved. Yeah. But in these in these moments, we can be there for a very long time if we don't move. Yes, yeah, so and you're, that, uh, that, a lot that of that is my impatience. Almost. You know, I mean, the, the, your patience levels during your day are always different. Um, but yeah, sure. And then you know, so you've got someone who's hitting and kicking you, and that as you're trying to get them into a car without harming them. And it, it, you know, a it doesn't look great from any other perspective, including your own. But you get into the car, and and luckily her carer was there as well, who could drive the car home. And that once we got it all started, but there's right. The calculation probably would be different if you didn't have a second set of if hands. Did, if there. I didn't have a second set of hands there, it would be really, really difficult. Yeah, um, we would probably just have waited and waited for quite some time. And you just accept that, and and that's. Well, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot you do you, know, yeah. you can do, but I mean, it's getting better. Dealing with that and for it's yourself, having you have to. less less times. Yeah. That said, though, this morning, getting dressed was a real hard transition. You know, we had a great morning. It was a lovely morning. We even had dancing. We, you know, it was, you know, and, and she, Lucy and Uli made a, a breakfast smoothie, and we always make interesting breakfasts for Lucy because she doesn't like the same thing every day, mm-hmm. hardly ever. But anyway. So, you know, but it was a really lovely morning. And then it was time to actually get into our clothes. It was a cold morning. The house wasn't freezing. Mm. You know, the heater was but on. And all that, but But going from being toasty warm in her pajamas to trying to get the clothes on, it just, you know, it took 10, 15 minutes of lots of screaming, hitting, Saying that we were forcing her to do horrible things, saying that she, she yeah, she yelling stuff at us. Um, she didn't want her socks, so we didn't put on socks. We went through the, the thing. The whole process. Uh, the, the process. And on a good day, we can do this very easily. Yep. And on a bad day, we can't. And you never know what those things are going to be. And we don't know what's going to be the, the big trigger. Um, today it was, you know, she was really angry at mommy for a while, so I got in the way and blocked her from mommy then that really upset her so i got punched and hit and kicked and then she wanted to attack mommy with something and and that and i'm just staying between her trying to keep her you know and following her and then she's really upset because i was following her and <laughs> it's like you know you you can't win so i finally took the stuff outside down to the car Lily and she were dealing with it and Lucy went out onto the front porch and screamed at the top of her lungs, Fuck you, Dad! You fuck! Just went off, screaming out through the neighborhood at the top of her lungs. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, it's one of those mornings. And then we got to the car. We brushed our teeth. Well, we brushed our teeth in the car, too, by the way, which is amazing. Which brings me to this, you know, thing is, brush your kids' teeth. We went to the dentist yesterday. Mm-hmm. No health professionals were harmed. <laughs> oh, wow. It was, it was, it was, a, it was really, an uneventful dentist trip. It was a really trip. uneventful dentist trip. And her dentist went, your teeth are perfect, Lucy. They are beautiful. There's no holes in your teeth. You have all of it. And she's got all of her adult teeth. She's nine. Yep. All of her adult teeth are in. He had her bite down, and he said, wow, you're not even going to need braces. So my child, who has many imperfections, has Good perfect taste. teeth, just to, <laughs> just to say. And I don't think it's a secret, 
or any tip, but she brushes her teeth every morning in the car before we go. That's where she brushes her teeth. So there's some signaling going on because, you know, teeth brushing or, you know, playing Green Day before bed, maybe. Uh, you know, well, we haven't played Green Day be. before bed, but we, 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 I, I have to get that one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, yeah. potentially there, there is some signaling. You know, she does have trouble with time and she has trouble with lots of different things, but there is some stuff that yeah. routine, yeah, you know, helps. But, yeah, you know, so yeah. Brushing the teeth. Great. Brushing the teeth, but it can still always be a an interesting time. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yes. So if we go backwards in history, I mean, it's interesting, the Narragenan scenario and the, the, the delicate this is, balance. This is only the last couple of months. So oh, that's, I know, the delicate like, balance of the drugs, right? That's Where does that begin? What's that journey look like? I mean, what did she start well, having and when? Well, I, you know, I mean, there's, there's lots of talk right now. I mean, but there was a special that we, you know, we're, we're crazy parents, so we, we watch these things and listen to these things, and we're always keeping our ear out. For, oh, right. It's not, not for, like a self-flagellation guilt no, thing. No, it's no, like... no, no. But we, we, we're constantly, like, looking to, to hear if there is something good. Yeah. And um, so what, what the hell was I going with that? I don't, I don't know, know. Drugs. But you yeah, recently drugs. saw oh, a yeah. special on um, a lot of talk right now about Yeah, about the gut. About, oh, about the about gut. About the right. gut, yes, right? Yes, so... so couple of things and I'm learning about it now and again I'm maybe way off here but it's it's part of this you know learning this this learning curve yeah is that there was this special and there was a doctor who actually said at one point in the future they a baby will be born we will look at their first stool sample and we will take a, a, a reading of all of the gut bacteria we'll see what they're missing We'll make them a little cocktail of a probiotic. We'll give it to them. And that could cease a huge number of issues in the future. And then keep on that and, and keep just, just yeah, look, at, look at that. Don't worry about you know anything else. Let's just look at that. And there you go. Um, so there's, there's links or maybe links and, and it's really tenu- tenuous links to all sorts of different things and the gut. Yeah, that gut-brain um, you know, relationship and the, so on. The gut-brain relationship. So that, you know, how cool will that be if that, you know, can take care of a lot of these, A, childhood, um, possible allergies, sure. possible issues that, that, that kids have with ADHD, all sorts of different things that could and I say could, we don't know for sure. This yeah, not, is not proven in any way, shape, or form. Not necessarily proposing that if, if you know, Lucy had have had good gut bacteria, she wouldn't have had any issues or no, anything. because genetic. she's got the genetic issue, yeah. which is pre, <laughs> yeah. pre-biotic, I yeah, suppose. Pre-biotic. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, so that's on top of, of that. Yeah, um, but maybe some of the expressions of that would have been but less you bet. severe. But then, you know, so you, you, you think about a, an antidepressant now, and, and again, this is where Willie is so amazing, is she's done, gone into how serotonin is actually utilized by the body. Yep. And it's looking from, and this is from me chatting with her last night, mm-hmm. it's looking that, so your, your body takes in 10% of the, the Zoloft or whatever form you're taking the serotonin in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the other ninety percent goes through the body, but out of that ten percent, only ten percent of the ten percent, which is one percent of the whole, is being utilized 
in the actual brain in any communication synaptic right, in function in processes. any of the, the, the processors in any of the synapses, blah, blah, all that stuff. Yeah. The rest is actually absorbed into the stomach and gut lining and stimulating the vagus nerve, which is the brain. But it's, it's stimulating the vagus nerve to be happy. Right. And so the vagus nerve, which is, you know, has a lot to do with your happiness. If you look into, you know, they, they do, there's a, an online MOOC that you can take um, from California Berkeley, University of Cal Berkeley, mm-hmm. the science of happiness. And it's cool. And talks a lot about how stimulating the vagus nerve helps, blah, blah, blah. So it turns out, though, that most of that happens from the gut. So this, you know, um, what neurotransmitter is it? What is it? What is serotonin? Serotonin is just a, it's a neurotransmitter. Neurotransmitter, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. If I'm wrong, hey, you know. We'll check that. I get to be, yeah. <laughs> but that it actually is transmitting neurologically through the gut to the vagus nerve. So a lot of that is happening. At that level, in, the, you know, in that spot. In that spot. Yeah. So, you know, does our brain, does this expand what we think is our brain? Is the brain, while it's this thing up, it's, you know, yeah. and we define it as the corpus callosum, the frontal cortex, the you know cerebellum. You, you've got all these things that yep. we, we name the brain, but it's all connected through that entire nervous system, which is called our nervous system, which and it's, it's all, all the brain. It's all the brain, I think. You know, that's that, that's yeah. So all those neurotransmitters that we think about, I think about, you know, it's okay. That's all in the brain. Mm. But, but it, the brain is in the body. But, it's everywhere. Know, yeah. Yeah. The mind is in the gut. The, you know, yeah. Anyway. So there's a, yeah. I mean, I may be trying to force the point, I suppose, but there's a huge cocktail of things that are going on and you've refined that over time in small increments to, to get certain effects with Lucy, but also she's growing and that's changing things because her metabolism's different and her body's different. Her body is different and she is, she is, yeah. You know, the, the amount you know. she's breaking there. All of that is changing all the time. But, you know, I just, I, you know, when I hear you talk about the, the number of things that she might be on, I, I always wonder how did you get to that point? You know, that's... A, that's it's, it's a huge amount of trial and error. Um, a couple of things that really didn't work Ritalin, yeah, oh, Ritalin. Ritalin. Ritalin did not work with her at all. In fact, it it had an opposite effect. There is also a there's a was another time when she was in hospital and very agitated, and they insisted on giving her a sedative. And it's the you know it's your basically you know your typical thing you go into hospital and you're agitated and that sort of thing and they're going to calm you down they give you this it did exact opposite and lucy was went totally wild atomic and and shut down we had a full lockdown in the ward that she was in because here was this child who'd stripped herself naked and was running around screaming yelling and doing really you know saying horrible things to people um to the point where <laughs> as soon as she calmed down a little bit, the hospital said, take her home. <laughs> <laughs> we can't deal we with can't, it here. Yeah, we we're not, her we're not set up for this. Okay, we're not set up for this one. <laughs> um, but, but so drug interactions and things like that are, are so unique for everybody. For and sure. So going through these things, and it all makes sense now that we know her metabolistic DNA analysis. 
Um, and again, you can get that at the pharmacy. You go into your chemist, they have a cheek swab, you do this thing, and it, it's a metabolistic um, DNA test that you can get, it's like 150 bucks. And so you're saying that now that you have that, these opposite drug interactions, this this opposite effect, you know, when mm. she's given a tranquilizer, she goes, you know, hyper. Yeah, and it's some tranquilizer. Right, right. right. Yeah. That's indicated in the genetic screen? Yeah. yeah. That's wow. indicated in that in that um, yeah, and it, it how they, do you, they do you, test out foods and things like that. How oh. do, you prov- do you do you, like you bring your certificate and you say actually these are the drugs that are going to work? Like yeah. um, you get you get a report. Yep, and it, it basically tests against a, a multitude of of normally prescribed um, substances that are in different different medications. Yeah, all right, and. Then the other things that they also interact with and, and that. So it, it basically looks at the genes that you've got and what your – how fast, if you're a high metabolizer of something or if a low metabolism on something. And so it's, it's always different. Like Lucy metabolizes ibuprofen perfectly normally. Mm-hmm. Um, she metabolizes melatonin fast, the fastest rate that you can. And then if you get this other – this, uh, any of the brown cruciferous vegetables, brown meat, baked goods, <laughs> cigarette smoke, wood smoke, that goes into hyperdrive, and that was indicated in this, in in that in that genetic screen. in that genetic screen. But on Unreal. the front page, it, it just said melatonin very high, but not, there's no real, not been real huge studies on it, so it says no recommendation. Right, because we don't know what the clinical application right? might. No be. recommendation, but. And so everybody looked at that. They just read the first page. No one went into it except Lily. Mm-hmm. Lily went to the thing and went, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it talks all about the Christopher. It talks about Lucy. It described her later on. The stuff that you found out through trial and error it, through In the years, back of the report. Is, is it's on there. the same report. Yeah, it's in the same report. It's just at the front it just says no recommendation. However, in the back it tells you, you know, this gene is triggered by this, 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 this and this. It's like, oh, man. Wow. Cool. So that's how we know, you know, so always you, read you, the full you, report. By to, the well, the, yeah, it's that. Did you and Uli also do the screening for yourselves? Um, I don't remember. Because, I mean. I don't remember. You know, if you I struggle so. with sugar or you struggle with. I think so, because we wanted to find out how she was with us. And, and we, we're both fast melatonin ah. um, people as well. But Does the, that mean that you've also we, struggled with sleep? No. <laughs> No, no, we're talking about two. We don't have the that that we don't. That gene we're already fast, but we also don't have that genetic marker that tells that that other enzyme that is going to get released. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. F- from what I know. Right. Yeah. 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 I want to do it. Um, and I don't know if you even need a doctor's note. You just go to the chemist. I think you can go to the chemist and say, you know what, I want to see how I'm metabolizing. And I think there's a food one, mm-hmm. um, and gluten, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that type of of one, and then there's a uh, pharmaceuticals. One, I think. Great, but just check it out. I just, it's, I just, it's, what an age it's called we live my in. DNA, what something an, like that, and it's not the one where you're finding out if you're related to Genghis Khan or something, right? Which we probably all are because <laughs> the, the guy yeah, everybody's was, related yeah. to Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I, what an age we live in, where you could you can find that out about yourself and your you know your genetics from a cheek swab from test, a cheek from swab the, test that the chemist, chemist sends off, and then it comes back, and they send you the, this. 
Yeah, you're, and you're you know, cool. obviously, there's probably some error margin in that, and it's I'm sure false positive. They'll 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 put that in there. It's all it all it's the confidence all in, degrees in, and whatever, yeah. uh, or degree of confidence, and I should say. You can get more in depth into certain things after that if you want, but then it it costs more. Sure, yeah, you know, but but what a fascinating. But fascinating we live, thing. yeah, you know, we live in a time that is amazing. It's the future. Yeah. So, how much would that have shortcut if you had have known those things and paid attention to it? If you had have done it early, and what age can you even? Yeah, you know, who knew? Who knew what what happens if you know you you have a child? They're given a, a cheek swab. They test their DNA right away so that they know that, hey, this is a kid that shouldn't have Dimetap. They can have ibuprofen, but they can't do this. And and how they're going to metabolize their you know, melatonin. If you, you know, if, if you had all of that information, would you still screw it up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. In some ways, yes. yes. Because but, that's what being a parent really is. But I feel is. like in this case, and, I, and again, I don't mean to be in, insensitive in a or imply, but you know, some of the unknown cause of some brain damage with Lucy, right? With some or not, yeah, or yeah, non-development yeah, yeah. or whatever, more information can never hurt, right? No. No. You know, what if, yeah. you know, and all these what ifs are useless in the in the end, we've got the information we've got now, we've you got know, the situation we've got now and we move forward. But, but realistically, that's the more we know, the better chance Lucy's got. So are we done? No. Are we going to find out more? Yes. There's a whole clinical trial done with ketamine that I was just looking at a report, so I don't know squat about it, but Uli does. However, they did some studies, and if I'm getting it right, that there were people who would go into a hospital for operations, and they would be given anesthesia, an anesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So, so they, they'd be anesthetized. Part of the cocktail of the anesthetists use is ketamine. Ketamine is also a horse tranquilizer. Right, ketamine and, is and also a recreational, a recreational thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, it's used for all these these things. But one of the interesting bits were that you know people would go in for an operation and they could be suffering from clinical depression, um, okay. suicidal, sure. you know, and having a really rough time. But they would come out of surgery happier and better off mentally for a while. Okay. It would, it would, it would alleviate a lot. So having surgery would make them feel better. This is one of those cause, uh, right. yeah, cause it was a causation. Thing, right? So yes, go in for surgery, you'll feel better. <laughs> but it, You're sad? It, Get after, leg taken the, off. after the studies, it's looking like it's the ketamine part of the anesthetic cocktail, cocktail yep. that actually has an effect on the levels of serotonin and uh, and all of those those there's there's so many different things that have to do with your emotional well-being. And so the ketamine seemed to work. So then they did some trials and they gave people ketamine or oral ketamine um, in whatever form, and it didn't seem to do anything. Okay. Didn't seem to do anything. And then they did intravenous ketamine, and, uh, and at least, you know, it, it said in one of the reports that it alleviates suicidal tendencies within three hours of a, of a large dose of ketamine. What is a large dose of ketamine? I don't know. It didn't say how many cc's or mils or any of that stuff. But a large intravenous dose of ketamine remove, made someone who was suicidal not suicidal within three hours. And then 
it actually, with repeated use, um, their anxiety was, was reduced hugely. And they were not cured, but feeling way better. For long periods of for time? For longer periods of time. And then they could spread out the dose. And there would be longer and longer periods. So is this something that's going to help out? Cool. Um, but but we don't know. And we haven't gotten to a point where I think we can try this on Lucy yet because I don't think she has um, you know, her, her hormonal changes during because she's going to be going into puberty soon, which will be a whole new story yeah. of the, the um, you know, how that goes. But, yeah, so there's, there's, there's things in the future. There's things being looked at all the time. There are so many new studies and so many things happening out there that there are in relation to what we do and how we're going. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Always hope for, for new things to come along that will help in the future. Yeah. So for right now, though, Narogenin, keeping an eye on it. Keeping an eye on it, but using a small dose. Yep. And, and, um, and more green days. And more green days. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I can't remember their big hit. Oh, it was Green Day's big hit. That's. Uh, I think they've had lots. They've they had lots. One. Yeah, I know. One, I know. I mean, I just, I've, I've got... Yeah, hold on. I even have albums of... I've got... I've got...